What's up, guys? Welcome. Coming to you live from Philadelphia, your host, David Chandra. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe. We have a brand new episode today. Our newest guest joins us from North Royalton, Ohio, a city south of Cleveland, Ohio. His name is Zach. He's a classmate of mine, fourth year podiatry student at KSU CPM. So, Zach, introduce yourself to the listeners. Hey everyone, um, my name is Zach Hill. I am a fourth year student at Kent. Um, I'm originally from Zanesville, Ohio, and I went to Walsh University for my undergrad. And I've been spending the last few years here in the land, and uh, it's been great so far. So excited to be here. Yeah, awesome, man. Thanks. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to have you come on to be able to share your stories, your experiences with us. And tell us a little bit about how the last couple of months have been ever since quarantine has started. I know we're on externships in fourth year. So tell me a little bit about how your externships have been affected or what you've been doing to kind of replace um, missed externship and missed opportunities as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, as you know, this hasn't been the uh, most ideal start to our hands-on <laughs> fourth year externships but um it's yeah. been okay you know you, i try to just roll with the punches and i actually got to go to louisville for my first month in march which was a great month and then covid kind of struck and shut everything down so yeah. i've been trying to stay busy trying to stay sharp um it's been nice to enjoy some family time in this time um ACFAS has been pretty clutch for us offering some uh some videos, some pre-videos and learning experiences. So I've been trying to trying to stay focused, trying to stay up, but also enjoying some downtime, which, you know, normally wouldn't happen. So it hasn't been all too bad. <laughs> Definitely. No, you got to make the best of what you got. Um, I know it's not ideal, but got to do something to better our time now and also in the future as well. So tell us a little bit about which, uh, what hospital it was that you went to in Louisville and what you got to do and a little bit of your experience there since... You know, some of us might not have got a full experience at different locations. So let's see sure. your experience. Yeah. So it, uh, I think it was formerly Jewish, uh, which was the residency. But um, now it's com combined with University of Louisville within the last year or so. Um, so I went down there and it was a it was a, it was a great experience. You know, the residents, the director, Dr. Ford. Uh, was super caring and you know they allowed the students to be hands-on and really involved with you know their kind of learning experience and really gave you a great idea of what was what it's like to you know be a resident kind of put you in their shoes for a little while and um, you know they really kind of took me in, took me in and took me under their wing for the month and you know I learned a lot had a great um, a great time there got a good mix of clinic and OR time. Um, so I really enjoyed my month in Louisville. I was sad that, you know, it had to end and it had to end the way it did as far as COVID goes. Yeah. Um, but it, it's gotten me excited for the rest of the year. And I hope that the rest of the externships kind of kind of go that way as well. Definitely. I'm glad that it kind of laid a foundation for you and a kind of like kind of an expectation for what the future externships have to hold. And I'm sure that a lot of people who are going through fourth year will say that their first externship they go on is usually the one that's kind of eye-opening after you kind of step out of school, step out of the book work and step out of the clinical work that you do at school. And then you go to your first externship and you're like, wow, this is how life is going to be in the future. So I'm glad that you had that opportunity at Louisville um, at the Jewish hospital. So I know you mentioned earlier that ACFAS, um, which for those of you who might not know, it's the American College of Foot and Ankle Surgeons was setting up different workshops or different videos for you guys to do online. 
for us as fourth years online to be able to continue to better our knowledge, increase our knowledge and everything. So tell me a little bit of the things that you've done through that that have kind of helped helped you or aided you in your uh, in your study during fourth year thus far. Right. So um, I think they came out with it uh, pretty early in this whole shutdown process. And they kind of normally a service, it sounds like you had to pay for, but they've kind of opened up their um, their ACFAS videos, you know, the conference that they do every year, a bunch of well-known doctors in our profession and throughout the country Mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, give some educational pearls. Um, and give you kind of a pathway to figure out some things to brush up on, study up on, or things to learn during this time. Um, it's not just ACFAS, too. Um, you know, the faculty at school, um, they've done a really great job. I've been really impressed with how they've helped us learn uh, remotely. And then there's a lot of actually some externships or programs that have opened up their virtual uh, academics. It's been you know, huge for this process right now is you at least get to sit in and somewhat interact with the, with the, uh, the program and for sure. more importantly yeah. learn, but it's just all around, all across the board. I, I've been really, you know, it's been really awesome to see a bunch of uh, people offering their time for education for us because it's been kind of a, a rough time, but yeah, it's, it's been really awesome to see in the last two months that how that's kind of unfolded. Yeah, it's kind of in a way brought the community a little bit closer, you know, because we're going oh, through. I this, agree. Yeah, going through this trying time, and we know we need to help each other. And the people that have gone ahead of us, the attendings that have gone ahead of us, the residents that have gone ahead of us, and us as fourth years being able to give back to the students younger than us. You know, everyone's come together, helping each other in one way or the other. So, uh, attendings at our school, even at the programs, or even ACFES, like you said. Uh, have come together to be able to give us a better uh, education, even at a time when things are kind of tough. So kind of going back to what we were talking about before, I know you said you've uh, grown up in Ohio and in Zanesville. So tell me a little bit about your journey into podiatry school and where it all started or where your interest in medicine started for before you even got into podiatry. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I grew up in a rural town in Zanesville, Ohio. Um, I I grew up playing a bunch of sports all the time. I originally wanted to be, you know, a PT, athletic trainer, mm-hmm. uh, which is also in itself a great profession. But uh, I actually had uh, my junior high football coach was a podiatrist. Oh, so wow, okay. he, he kind of, you know, he was a great guy. He's a great guy. And he really kind of sparked my interest in, the, in medicine in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I really didn't – I kind of have an unconventional path towards – Podiatry school originally applied MDDO and was pre-med in, uh, at Walsh. Um, didn't know much about podiatry, even though, you know, I had that connection with, you know, a family friend or my old coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really never got the full lowdown on, you know, what it was. And then I would say uh, Carla kind of, yeah. Carla Ronenbaum at <laughs> KSU, I remember the day vividly. I was having trouble, you know, with my applications and things like that. I took a gap year uh, for between Walsh and trying to apply MDDO. And, you know, I got this email from Carla Mm -hmm. uh, and it said, you know, come explore podiatric medicine. And, you know, it it just kind of dawned on me that I never really, you know, gave it the time of day. And um, that day changed my life. I, you know, I, 
it was an avenue I hadn't really thought of before. I went back home and I shadowed a lot with uh, my family friend, my old coach. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just seeing his interactions day to day and, you know, how he just just brightened the day of most all of his patients. And it was it was a super humbling experience. And it's something that I was like, I think this could be for me. So I ended up applying and uh, the ball got rolling pretty quickly. Definitely. And then um, got an interview a couple weeks later and the rest is history. It was, yeah. So I owe a lot to Carla. She kind of, she saved me. Yeah, no, uh, big shout out to Carla because she's one of the people that are like instrumental in a lot of students who come into Kent State, especially because it was the same for me kind of relating to your story. At first, I was trying to go into DO and MD schools, and that's what I sent my applications out to. And then eventually, after some time, I actually got a podiatrist as well, too, got to know a little bit more, and then got on the phone with Carla, and she gave me the ins and outs of Kent State. And then I was able to reach out to other schools as well, too, and got more into what podiatry was all about, and then made my decision. And then here I am now, here you are now, and you know the rest is history. So sure yeah so tell me a little bit about what you got to do with that podiatrist that kind of you know stuck out to you uh compared to the other specialties that you might have researched into or you might have looked into that kind of said to you like hey this is a field that i want to see myself in in the future and i want to make a career out of it as well yeah um i it was a all all my shadowing experiences were were great experience i i got to shadow ortho some nephrology and then I was in the ER for a year as a scribe, so I got to see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was just the way – I'm not sure if it was just the, my old family friend, the doctor, but just the way he interacted with his patients and the kind of uh, camaraderie he had with them, the, the relationship he had with them. It was just – that's what I was looking for. I was looking for something that, you know, I could have a really good relationship with those patients and the way – that he helped them out with the services podiatry offers. It's, it was just second to none for me yeah. as far as, you know, exploring a couple of those different uh, avenues in medicine. And you get, you know, you get the best of both worlds with podiatry. You, you can do a lot of surgery. You can do a lot of clinic. You have a wide, as a lot of the um, people on here have talked about before that you've had before me, they, they hit the nail on the head. You have so many different avenues in podiatry that it's just it's just a wonderful field to get into and you, you can go so many different ways and kind of mold it into what you want your um, life to be as yeah, a physician. Definitely. You know, and I think that's something that kind of attracts a lot of the students uh, to come into the field because it's something that you can mold your schedule, mold your career, mold your life into and be able to make make it what you want it to be rather than being told what to make it to be, you know? Um, so based on what you're saying before, you shadow different doctors, you uh, scribed in the ER. So did you take time off before you came into podiatry school or did you start immediately right off, right away? Uh, after? Yes. So after Walsh, um, after my four years at Walsh, I uh, had applied MDDO and, you know, as life goes, didn't get in. And, you know, it, it was a time for, it was make or break point time for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I ended up stumbling upon the whole scribe situation, which ended up being a godsend because, you know, it kind of opened my eyes to, you know, the world of medicine and what it actually, the, the work it takes to, you know, succeed and things like that. So it gave me a year to 
you know, learn some medical things, get to see some, you know, be a part of a team and do some really cool things in the ER. And it was such a, uh, such a good experience that, you know, I'm just glad I had that year off. It ended up being a blessing in disguise. And then uh, I am where I am today because of it. So. Yeah, definitely. No, um, sometimes taking that time off helps you kind of evaluate yourself and examine what you really want to do and how you want to do things. And uh, a lot of people think that taking that time off at first is kind of difficult and challenging and kind of puts you behind the ball, like puts you behind the uh, game. Uh, but at a lot of times when you go through that year and then you start off, you start off strong and you realize that that year really made a big impact, really made a big difference for you um, in in your uh, line of work that you're going into. And I can say the same, too, because I scribed as uh, scribed in the ER. I also work in the nursing care. So it kind of helped get that real life experience with patients and the hospital setting and kind of laid a foundation before I started podiatry school as well, too. So after you got into Kent, what were some of the things that you felt that, hey, I made the right decision and that it wasn't all for nothing? And I know that this is the place that I want to be. This is the field that I want to be in. And you know, you knew like, hey, I'm validated in the decision that I've made. Yeah, I mean, it's overall, it's been a really great experience. I'd say something that's really stuck out with me is the people. Mm-hmm. You know, anywhere between your your classmates, the class above you, or things like that. Just everyone's so willing to um, jump in and help out whenever is needed. You know, it's kind of a big family. Um, everyone essentially knows most people around them at all times. So it's really been uh, surrounding yourself with really good people, which I've been fortunate enough to uh, have had so far. Um, really having that group of, you know, having that camaraderie has really propelled me through most of this experience and just knowing that you can rely on most people and that you're kind of in the trenches with, with everyone else. And they're all kind of going through the same thing. It, it's really, uh, it's a great experience in that aspect. So that's when I, you know, I, I learned pretty early on in this whole case to um, experience that, you know, uh, this is the place I should be. These are the people I should yeah. be around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's kind of relates back to what you were talking about—the camaraderie that you saw with your podiatrist that you shadowed, your family friend, and your former coach. Coach, and then you're able to build that while you're going through school as well, too. So I'm sure it's something that's very uh, important to you, and you're able to actually go forward and be able to do it on a daily basis with your classmates and uh, people around you as well. So. I know we played a lot of uh, basketball together at the YMCA, um, and I know you're still on the team. You're still playing, but and you mentioned before that you played sports a lot. So did that kind of have a impact into wanting to do anything related to sports medicine within the field of podiatry, or is that something that you have still to look into, or something that you might be interested in? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I played all the way up until into my Walsh days and, you know, being a part of the team and, you know, striving to, to do all those sporting things was, it really dominated my life for until I got into Kent. So it, it has a near and dear place in my heart. Um, it's definitely an avenue you can pursue, especially in podiatry. Now it's kind of opening up into that sports medicine world. So ideally, yes, I would, that would be something that would be a dream of mine to be able to do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of trying to keep an open mind. Yeah. You know, there, like we said before, there, 
there are so many different avenues in which you can pursue. I'm trying to stay open and keeping my eyes peeled for things that may interest me, but you're right. Um, you know, having that kind of sporting background and being a part of a team like that all the time, it really, you know, there's nothing like it. There's, there's just nothing like being a part of a, a team, whether it be a healthcare team, a football team, a basketball team, anything like that. It's a, it's a, it's a feeling second to none. So Ideally, yes, I would love to be able to do stuff like that. But I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> how, how come you haven't told any of these listeners about your deadly three-point shot? <laughs> My deadly three-point shot. I had to, I had to, uh, tie, I had to stop. You know, I couldn't do that yeah. to the YMCA uh, <laughs> the ballers out there. So I had to hang them up and let the, let the team do its work. <laughs> <laughs> you were setting too many records out there with all those threes. Yeah, some, some stuff. of them were just going in like uh, off the ceiling. Like this is random, but uh, they, they were like, "Yeah, we can't have you on the court anymore." So I was like, "All right, that's fine. I'll I'll, I'll come back one day." <laughs> no, that was uh being part of that basketball team with all you guys and everything was was a lot of fun. And yeah. I encourage most of these like younger younger classes, younger students to go out and you know in your free time be a part of something like that, whether it be going to the YMCA and playing with your your boys or whatever, but yeah, um, definitely. definitely get into something like that. I thought for us, it was a good uh, way to get away and a way to have a lot of, a lot of fun. Yeah, it. no, definitely. Yeah. And I'm sure I never got a chance to come down to the basketball tournaments, but I know you guys had a ton of fun down there in Nashville and the different places you guys went to. <laughs> we won't, we won't, we won't reveal everything on the episode, but I know it was a good Probably time. For you. <laughs> yeah. But kind of going off of that, I know you've been doing a lot outside of, school uh and within school but you know you've been a leader uh in the school uh through different avenues that you've kind of opened up for students and one of the biggest thing that you did was the um uh through your uh position yes. yeah. yeah the best foot forward so tell us a little bit about why you started that and how you got the idea of that and you know now it's kind of taken off and we've gotten to uh reap the benefits of it um something that you laid down something that other classes below us kind of are using for their own benefit and for their um, educational purposes. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so when I got the clinical affairs position, I think it was second year, I was just, I was trying to come up with ways uh, to make a difference, trying to, you know, give back to fulfill my role essentially and try to do something for the betterment of everyone around me and our class and this kind of hit at a time where the question on everyone's mind was you know where are we going to apply to you know these externships i have no idea how to even go about you know getting this information um a lot of the information is you know just kind of passed down word of mouth and you know i believe that somebody talked about this before but taking everything with a grain of salt so i thought you know why can't we you know, to help us out and help us make these more educated decisions on where we want to spend our next three years. Why don't we try to get, you know, the actual source to come in and, yeah. you know, kind of give us a lowdown on what the, what residency is like, what, you know, what their assessment of that program is and the state of that program and kind of hear it right from the source. So, definitely, you know, I was lucky enough to be surrounded by a lot of good people that, you know, kind of encouraged me to do it and gave me a lot of great ideas. You know, this wasn't just me. 
Um, you know, a lot of people I've been surrounded by, they've really been a driving force behind all this and mm-hmm. really have helped me out. So, you know, I can't take all the credit for it, but it's, I'm, I'm happy with how it's turned out. We've had a lot of good speakers come in a lot of, you know, between residency directors, residents and things like that. You know, I'm just trying to get to a point where people, um, you know, classmates and these younger people coming up through the through the program get a better idea of where they want to go and get an idea of, you know, past school, what, you know, what can we strive for? What should we be doing? How can we set ourselves up for success? And um, that was kind of the driving force behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm super happy with how it's turned out and thankful that who the people that have showed up for it and given it support. And I'm glad that, you know, Marcus and Jordan, they're, they're continuing it through and, you know, getting a lot of great speakers in. It's kind of blossomed into something that I couldn't have even imagined. So I'm, I'm just very thankful that, you know, it is, it's doing what it's doing and hopefully making a difference in, you know, some students' lives and, you know, giving them a glimpse of the future. Definitely. No, I think it's something that's very beneficial for each and every one of us, as, like you said, when we're going into the externship process as fourth years, we really don't know where to apply to, you know, what to look for in a, in a program. And we kind of do our own research. And, you know, there's not much out there, but bringing these residency directors in, the residents in, kind of gives us a more um, insight into exactly what the program is about. And especially at a time like this, when you have COVID hit, you know, at least you have a basis of some of these other places that came in and you might not have been uh, originally I had them on your actionship list, but hey, I heard them. I know about them a little bit more, and maybe I can look into applying for their uh, residency. And that's actually very beneficial for our class, and you know, it definitely will be for the future classes as well too. Just to take into account when things like this happen, that hey, we still had, you know, times where people came in, spoke to us, uh, provided us that knowledge that we need. Because I know when I was applying, I would just look at previous reviews, but it was like reading words that didn't make any sense to me. I couldn't really connect what those words meant with the person that was writing them, you know? So that's good. And I'm glad that you're doing something like that. Is there anything that, that you're trying to do even now, um, now that, you know, Marcus and Jordan have taken over, is there something that you kind of continue want to do during fourth year as it progresses or even during residency uh, in something like this outside of, you know, the academic world, but to give back to the community? Yeah, um, I'm trying to find out new ways to do that. And, yeah. um, but mostly what I want to be is I just want to be available, put myself out there for um, these other classes coming up and anybody that, you know, has questions about, you know, what to do for applying and things like that. Just kind of continuing on that same mantra of the best foot forward, but just kind of being available and being putting myself out there to people that need some advice. You know, I, I don't know if I can give the best advice, but I'll at least give them something. Um, but just trying to be available for everybody, just trying to give back the way that all these people, especially throughout these last couple of months have done for us, you yeah. know, whether it be case presentations, you know, just, um, kind of off the cuff experiences that they've had and just giving everyone a better idea of, you know, all the stuff that's going on past getting into the books and boards and things like that. So I mainly just want to be, you know, put myself out there, hopefully be a good role model in some aspects. 
Yeah. Um, some better than others, but, um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, that's just, I'm trying to make a difference that way and yeah. uh, seeing where it goes. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And I think it's important that we be, uh, uh, difference makers and lead by example within our community, um, especially within the podiatry community, kind of giving back, especially because of the fact that we might not have had it when we first came in and being able to give back to others kind of helps them, kind of helps us. And we're able to connect and network with each other as well, too. So before we go into our last uh, rapid fire question session, is there anything that you kind of want to tell uh, prospective students coming in or our students that are kind of going up in the years, first first year to second year to third year, any piece of advice that you have kind of used for yourself that you want to give back to the others? Yeah, um, you know, so many things go through your mind when you try to think of things like this. But I'd say biggest thing is a couple of things is you know surround yourself with good people. I've been very you know lucky to have a good group of guys, a good you know, a good group of classmates in general. To, to go on this journey with, but surround yourself with good people, surround yourself with like-minded people that, you know, have some of the same goals that you do. Yeah. And then also don't, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And I mean, don't be afraid to look stupid sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of make yourself uncomfortable because that's where most of the growth comes from. So, Definitely. you know, do, do some things that maybe you would have thought you would have never done, you know, go meet people that, you know, you thought you never would get along with or just things like that. Make yourself, uh, put yourself out there, make those connections and, you know, be there for everybody, especially in these times. So yeah, put yourself out there and surround yourself with good people. And those are kind of the biggest things that um, have helped me through this and been lucky enough to have a lot of good people around me, including yourself. <laughs> well, the same goes to you, Zach. Yeah, so we're going to enter into the rapid-fire question session. So are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Bring right. it to me. So first question I got to always ask the listeners is, what's your favorite bone in the foot? You know, I'm, I think the navicular. It's kind of a – I don't know why. Just, it's kind of that cornerstone. It's, it's a cool-looking bone, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. I would, I would go with navicular just to be a little different. Yeah. Yeah, it's become one of the more trendy uh, uh, bone choices recently, but – Hey, uh, it started off with Talus and Calcaneus, and we're kind of branching out. So, hey, let's just move right on. <laughs> yeah, um, tell me what your favorite muscle uh, in the foot is. Uh, this is a hard one. I don't know why. I don't really have any rhyme or reason, but let's go with abductor hallucis. Abductor hallucis. All right. Okay, so kind of transitioning from that to some, to get to know you a little bit more. What would be one vacation spot that you would want to go to if COVID wasn't here right now? You know, I think um, I've been there once, but Aruba was, Aruba, okay. you know, the, the drinks are strong, the <laughs> water is clear, yeah. the sand is nice and warm, so uh, it, was a, it was a great experience. If I had to pick somewhere, that's probably where I'd go. Yeah, definitely. Well, hopefully you can once uh, all this stuff clears up and we're done with our fourth year. Clear your schedule, you can come with me. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll make some time. Uh all right, so what's one thing that you enjoy doing in Ohio? I know you've uh, you've been in Ohio for a while. Um, what's one thing that you like about Cleveland? You know, I wish we could go to them now, but one of my favorite things to do in Cleveland, especially in the summertime, is go to an Indians game. Yeah. Um, 
they're just they're a lot of fun you can get a big group together and go and when you have a nice summer night like that there's just nothing that beats a little america's pastime and uh (laughs) yeah and maybe some frosty beverages but um yeah those are really fun to go to what's that Uh, hot dog deal is that like what uh I'm not sure. Is it like a dollar a dog? Something like that. I don't know. I, I have to. I, I think, yeah, there's there's some sort of deals you can find. If you ever find those, you need to let me know. <laughs> yeah. There think, is dollar dog nights. There is dollar dog nights. Yeah. It's yeah. a little dangerous sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Those are fun. Um, what's one of the uh, things that you enjoy doing outside of school? Um, outside of sports, outside of school, something that we might not know of that you like to do? Oh. Uh, you said outside of sports and outside of school. Yeah, we got it. We got to sure. we got to broaden our horizon a little. Um, she's gonna love me for saying this. I like hanging out with my fiance, doing yeah. some nice uh, <laughs> dinner things. One of our favorite things to do is uh, go on nice walks with our dog. So yeah. I think that little family time is uh, is really good. I enjoy spending a lot of time with friends and family. It means a lot to me. So that's awesome. Um, shout out to you, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. but anyway yeah just doing things like that date nights are always fun that's awesome yeah well uh glad that you could come on zach it was a pleasure to have you uh and listen to what you have to tell us and that was a lot of good uh stuff that we heard from you and hopefully you continue keep doing what you're doing and wish you nothing but the best going forward on externships and hopefully they can get the ball rolling and you're out there in the or in the clinic learning and doing what you need to do so thanks yeah. again for coming on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. I've enjoyed listening to these podcasts. So like, keep doing what you're doing too. This is you know, this is a great avenue to reach a lot of a lot of the audience. Uh, I know myself and everyone. We've really enjoyed these uh, these talks, and you know, keep it up, man. This is a this is really good stuff for sure. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Follow us on Instagram at Soul Purpose Twenty. Listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. If you guys have any questions, concerns, or thoughts, DM us at SoulPurpose20 on Instagram. And if you guys want to come and guest speak on here as well, shoot us a DM and we'll get you on here. Hope you guys are enjoying this. Hope you continue to share it with others. See y'all soon.